Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media, and I am Bob McGee, and today I have the pleasure to be speaking with Miss Janet Rees, the newly named Vice President of Marketing for Carhartt in Dearborn, Michigan. She's a 20-year veteran of the shoe industry, and most recently she created and implemented an integrated marketing practice for Rockport Shoes, and prior to that she was a Senior Marketing Director for Fitness and Training at Reebok. Carhartt, a 129-year-old, fourth-generation, family-owned workwear brand, hired Miss Rees in May of 2018. Uh, let's get started. Perhaps you could first start, tell our listeners about what you hope to bring to Carhartt from a marketing perspective and what about the brand excites you? Good morning, Bob. Thanks so much for your call today and the, the conversation. It's um, it's a real honor to be a part of the Carhartt organization and I'm, I'm really happy to uh, be able to share some of what actually led me here. I have spent a good majority of my career in the apparel and footwear industry. So being that said, I'm excited to be able to bring that experience to Carhartt. You know, my primary goal as the new marketing VP will to be work with the product and marketing engine to really align and bring them closely together. One of the gaps to one of the opportunities is to bring together the whole go-to-market process and to ensure that we have an aligned strategy that reaches out to our consumers. And one of the main reasons I'm also excited to join the team is because it's an authentic brand. I mean, who can say they're working for a family-owned business that's 100, really 130 years old that has an amazing loyalty and an amazing following and brand that stays true to its values from day one to today? It's an awesome opportunity, and I couldn't be more honored to be a part of this organization. Your learnings about Carhartt and the workhorse space in general, uh, you know, you came from the athletic side and then the brown shoe side. You know, what do you think are the biggest market misconceptions today about the workhorse category, and, you know, within the trade and among consumers? You know, it, it's interesting. FA, similar to functional apparel, has got of always just being limited to workwear. But today, the consumer doesn't really think of that. It really goes well beyond the 8-hour, the 12-hour hard-working day that they put in. We see that there's a ton of exposure and opportunity to showcase our brand and our product in the lives of our consumers in a 24-7 perspective. So if you think about it, we can be a part of their lives and are, are a part of their lives, not just at the workforce, but in activities they love to do, be it fishing, be it hunting, be it camping and outdoor activities, their families. It really is that misconception. And it, in the years since our owner, Mark Delade, has sort of led this company, it really has evolved to more of that 24-7 working wear product. Well, Janet, given your learnings about Carhartt and the workwear space in general, what do you think of the biggest market misconceptions about the category today within the trade and among consumers? You know, the reality is, is workwear began as a very purposeful product category, and it was really meant to en enrich and enliven and help support those hardworking individuals to get their job done. That was what Hamilton Carhartt wanted to achieve. He went and he met the needs of those working on the railroad and said, there's got to be a better way to support their vision and support their day at work. But as we've evolved over our 130 years. It's it's amazing to see that it's not just about workwear. Consumers are looking to our brand well beyond the 8 to 12 hour workday as necessary. They know that we fit their lives at the job but off the job with their families, doing the activities that they love. That's why we're taking this approach in our marketing activities this coming fall and really looking at, you know, how do how have we supported our our consumers 24-7. Not just eight hours, it's a full day that we can be a part of their lives. And that's what we need to explore with the trade. You know, the trade wants to put you sort of in a, in a very precise bucket, if you will, 
And we need to let them know that our consumers don't just see us in that manner. Paul, you mentioned the fall campaign. You know, what are you hoping to accomplish from a marketing perspective at the company? And is there a particular strategy to expand the brand's reach within the U.S. and worldwide? There's always an opportunity to expand the brand's reach. Yeah, we have a lot of critical strategies in which we're trying to open up. Some which I'm not yet able to divulge. As we look at our U.S. consumer base as well as our U.S. distribution point, you know, we've got our strategic accounts, which are sort of those big boys out there that we all know, the Dick Sporting Goods, the Bass some of those folks. And we're looking to expand some new distribution because, again, we are looked at not just for workwear. We're looked at as part of a person's lifestyle. Keep in mind, we'll never, we never want to walk away from what that perspective is for our brand. We will always be first and foremost a workwear brand. Being said that, um, we have a great opportunity. In, in Europe, we're, we're launching our website this fall, a direct-to-consumer website. So that's a, it's a good Herculean effort by everyone on the team here to expand our reach. And additionally, in um, the Farm and Ranch channel, and I'm excited about it because they're the guys that really authenticated us. They're the ones that put Carhartt on the map so many years ago. And we need to ensure that we continue to cherish what they provide the consumer, especially in a rural community. And uh, our campaign is really about saying thank you to those hardworking individuals out there who get the job done 24-7 every day. We look at it as how are they outworking them all? 24-7. That's a message that we want to share out. A certain time and period over the years, maybe Cart was a, a male-only brand, but certainly the work definitions have changed over the years. Is getting females to buy the Carhartt brand as important as getting men? We are, um, we're really starting to put a lens on the women's front. It really has been a misconception. We really have been a very heavy male-dominated brand. In the last few years, and I've, you know, I've just really seen it in the the fact that women want to be a part of our brand. And we, we've got sort of two women's opportunities. One is the woman that's out there in the workforce right next to that guy, she doesn't want anything different. She wants to know, she knows that Carhartt gives her the respect from her coworkers that she's wearing it. So we need to make sure, number one, that we are meeting her needs. You know, so we're really looking at that through the lens of what does that mean for her? Is it just a shrunken pink, as we used to say, or is it something custom? More of that to come, but it's definitely in our lens of how we... Secondly, we have sort of another consumer insight that has adopted us. She tends to buy for her family. And when she's on the street, she's recognizing that as she's buying for her, her spouse or her kids, she's seeing some opportunities of things that she likes. We're really recognizing that we've got two female consumers, and they're both wanting to be a part of this great brand because it is meeting the needs of what they want to do. We, we've had this amazing lighting out there with, pan, with pockets and side, side, side seams that blown out the door because people want leggings <laughs> that work for you, not just to wear and run around, but that actually you can be in the yard, you can be doing projects that help you move forward. You know, given what's going on in the workhorse segment in the last uh, recently, you know, including VF Corp's acquisition of Williams and Dickey late last year, Carhartt ownership, the family there committed to remaining a family-owned business? 100%. There's never been ever more interest in the workhorse space, as we know. It's becoming a really sort of a hot topic that we've seen, especially with VF. Levi's has taken a stance. There's some small brands in Boston, 1620, that are sort of looking into the space. Our owner, Mark Delade, the great-grandson of Hamilton Carhartt, is fully committed to keeping this as a family-owned business. And it's amazing. The fifth generation is working at Carhartt, learning the business, sitting through the meetings, getting through the rigors of what it takes to, to lead this organization. And it's amazing to be a part of. I've never... I've never been a part of such a um, 
thoughtful organization that knew what they wanted and staying true to it. And the, the, the core mission, though, is to ensure that we always deliver quality and durability in everything we provide. No, it actually it's from Detroit. Oh, I mean, the factories oh. were in Detroit. It started in Detroit. At some point when things started to go a little bit south in Detroit, Mark's father pulled it out there and moved to Dearborn, which is really uh, very close. It's, it's really in the same county. It, it just made sense for the organization as it was moving forward and in as I said, things were. Uh, next, Janet, you know, given your background at shoe companies, both at Reebok and at Rockport, you know, does Carhartt intend to get into the footwear business either on its own or via a licensing arrangement? We actually are in it. Um, we have a partnership with Black Diamond out of Boston. I've had a partnership for, I believe, nine or ten years. They've been a good partnership. We did initially do some footwear with Red Wing from 2004 to 11, found that we could go off on our own as Red Wing was very focused again. On, they've got a great product, building that brand and focusing on what they know best. The distribution and, and how we're opening it up it has been strong. Tractor Supply Company is a big distributor of the product, and we look to continue further that and enhancing the offering. Finally, to Janet, you know, what, are you, what are the objectives for Carhartt for the remainder of 2018 into 2019, what you can share with me today? We will continue to focus on reminding consumer that Carhartt is the brand that has your back 24-7. It's one of our mantras, and we certainly in our office that what we do needs to be demands of what our consumer is asking for. And we also want to show that we are much more of a maker of workwear. We're the brand for hard work. And that's distinct because Carhartt is intended to be both worn on and off the job. In this fall, we're, you know, we are going to thank them, as I indicated. We've got a full campaign that we'll be starting. Labor Day. We as a brand feel that we want to celebrate and own Labor Day. It really is something that's not just about going out and buying your mattresses and getting a new car deal. It is about celebrating those who support everything that happens inside your house, whether it's getting electricity to it, someone that's built the foundation, someone that's putting your HVAC. We want to send our things to those folks. So we've got a really fun campaign that's coming out that should be available by end of August. And then in 2019, we continue to emphasize that Carhartt said we're continuing our mantra of we have our consumers back 24-7. We're staying true to it. We don't want to bounce around with our messaging. And we think we have a really good platform to take our brand from where it is today to 2021 and just stay strong and focused on it. Thank you for your insights today and best of luck at Carhartt. Uh, I've been speaking with Miss Janet Rees, Vice President of Marketing for Carhartt in Dearborn, Michigan. And you've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media. This is Bob McGee. Thank you.